is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. You can subscribe at iTunes or any place that you can find podcasts. And you can also catch my weekly, daily, I should say, show on 6.70 a.m. KMZQ. I'm on 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekday mornings in Las Vegas. And if you are not in Las Vegas, you can listen live at HeidiHarris.com. There's a link there. A story in the Wall Street Journal recently was entitled, Today's Politics May Be Bad for Your Health. Citizens in a new study blamed U.S. politics for stress, depression, lost sleep, and other physical and mental problems. Mm -hmm. The Wall Street Journal goes on to say that a study published in September in the journal PLOS1, I have no idea what that is, found that politics is a source of stress for 38% of Americans. The major takeaway from this is that if our numbers are really anywhere in the ballpark, there are tens of millions of Americans who see politics as exacting a toll on their social, psychological, emotional, and even physical health, said Kevin Smith. He's the lead author of the study. Alrighty then. This was done by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. The study checked out about 800 people nationally. And, you know, if you know how to do polling correctly, you can get a pretty good representative sample. And you can get a good idea of what people are thinking, even with you poll 1,000 people, 100 people, if you really know what you're doing and you poll the right folks. 11% of these people say politics has adversely affected their physical health. 18% say they've lost sleep because of politics. 26% say they become depressed when a preferred candidate lost. 26% say politics has led them to hate some people. 20% <laughs> say differences in views have damaged a valued friendship. You know, it's so sad because I will tell you, that Facebook, and I'm not going to blame Facebook for this, but I had a friend of 30 years who no longer, well, I don't no longer talk to him is what happened because he kept harassing me online. We'd been friends forever, he and his wife, and I'd known this guy since I was 18, 19 years old. And uh, his, he and his wife and I lived in the same apartment complex in Tucson when I was going to college there many years ago. Stayed in touch all these years, had a lot of things in common. We both liked reptiles. That's how we first got to know each other and various other things. And even though we didn't see each other very often, we stayed in touch. And then Facebook came around and we became Facebook friends. Then he started harassing me, sending me cartoons aimed at my faith, aimed at my politics. By the way, this was a one-way street. I never harassed him. I knew he was a big lefty. I never, ever, ever harassed him at all about any of this stuff. But we're no longer friends. As a result, I finally told him to quit harassing me. And I unfriended him. And then he said, oh, you know. So I gave him another chance. And he did it again. And I said, You're, we're done here. You know, once again, this is a one-way street. I was a friend of his and knew he was a lefty, didn't care because we had other things in common, and now we don't talk because of politics, because he attacked me. And a lot of people are seeing this. Amanda Johnson, a psychologist in Newton, Iowa, says she's noticed the impact of politics on many of her patients. She said one guy was so distressed he wanted to abstain from politics altogether. She said he identified as an independent, and when he voiced this to several family members and friends, he got some backlash from them saying he needed to pick a side. So you can't even think for yourself. You have to pick a side one way or the other. You either love Trump and think he's the solution to every problem known to mankind, or you think he's the devil. That's really what it comes down to, right? For some people, sadly, that is what it comes down to. And that makes it tough for me as a talk show host because I like Donald Trump. I think he's trying to do some good things. But I also think he does things that are dumb sometimes and uh, inept sometimes. And ultimately, when I talk about it on the air, I risk people not listening to the show because of that. But i got to be honest, that's all I can do. The American Psychological Association actually did a report, and it's entitled Stress in America. I guess they do this every year. 
This poll uh, surveys a lot of people, thousands of them, as a matter of fact. This year's results uh, will be released coming up here uh, sometime in November. But in the 2018 survey, 69% of respondents reported feeling stressed about the nation's future, which has gone up from 2017. Now, here's what I could say to all of these people. You should not allow politics to run your life or make you depressed. Politicians come and go. And if people had more God in their lives, they wouldn't freak out about politicians. And I understand, I've talked about this before, the evangelicals, and some of them hate Trump. Or some of them think that he's just so, you know, low class or away from, you know, Christianity or whatever it might be. You have the brethren even fighting about Donald Trump. Bottom line, though, whether you like Donald Trump or whether you don't, whether you liked Obama, whether you don't, whether you like the Old Testament kings or not, or Nero or Herod or, I mean, go down the list of all these kings, right? No matter what, you have to give it to God. And as our country gets more and more away from God, we get more and more wrapped up in things we shouldn't be wrapped up in. And they're distracting us with politics now. Now it's important. I mean, let's face it. I'm a talk show host. This is part of my job. It's not my life. I don't sit around the house and watch cable TV all day and yell at the TV. By the way, I don't even have cable TV. Somehow I'm able to keep myself informed without watching people on cable tell me what I already know all day long. Hmm. Uh, I do keep myself informed. I do pay attention. And I want to share things with my listeners every day so I keep up on things. But I don't make it my existence. And I think a lot of people need to get away from that. But why do they do it? Because the press makes money off you watching TV all day long and getting you all worked up to hate Trump or love Trump or whatever it might be. You have to ask yourself, how many of these guys on cable TV who love, love, love Donald Trump really, really agree with everything he does or says, but they understand that ratings are all about constantly defending Trump? I don't know how intellectually honest all of them are. I really don't. I know some of them. I don't know all of them. I don't know. All I know is that I could only be intellectually honest. But that's because, and I'm not saying some of these folks on cable are not Christians, I give it to God first and foremost. There have been things that Donald Trump's done. I'll give you an example. A couple of, well, was it a year ago when he was in Helsinki with, or two years ago maybe, in Helsinki with uh, Putin, and he was standing next to Putin at the podium, and they were talking about, they were doing some press conference or something, and somebody asked him about Russian interference in the election, and Donald Trump stood there and he said, Vlad said he didn't do it, and I believe him. Now, I've had people who know more than I do about this kind of thing tell me that they believe that Putin has something on Donald Trump. I don't know that for a fact. But these are people who are intel folks, people who are experts, who are convinced that he has something on Donald Trump. I don't know that to be the truth. But when he said that, and of course it was you know, found out to be false because Putin did try to interfere with the elections, but the fact that he didn't involve Donald Trump, well, of course he wouldn't involve Donald Trump. You know, this is a KGB guy. Why would he call Donald Trump and tell him he was going to do something? Donald Trump can't keep his mouth shut. No way would Vladimir Putin ask Donald Trump to help with Facebook and the election and this and that. But when Donald Trump stood there next to Vladimir Putin, I got a pit in my stomach. I literally, for the first time, I got a pit in my stomach. But you know what I did? I did what everybody else needs to do. Whether you love Donald Trump, whether you hate him, whether you hated Obama, you need to give it to God. God's in charge. The Bible says clearly, Psalm 146.3, look it up for yourself. Don't put your trust in princes. Don't put your trust in these people who cannot save you. A politician cannot save this nation. Now, politicians can make really good decisions, and we've had some good ones and some bad ones over the course of our history, over the course of human history. Certainly the Supreme Court's an issue. Donald Trump's doing a lot of things to respect individual freedom, religious freedom, this and that and the other. So he's doing some great things, trying to do some great things, which is fantastic. 
but he can't save us. And I remember talking to groups before he got elected who'd say, Donald Trump's going to save us. And I said, no, he's not. Because if he could save us, he would also have the power to destroy us. Remember that. You don't want a politician who can save us. Only God can save us. Only faith in Christ can save you, not Donald Trump. He could do some good things for the country, and he's trying to. He may do some bad things for the country. Everybody does. If I ran for office, people would be mad at me that I wouldn't be doing exactly what they wanted. Every politician's going to let you down because, wait for it, they're human beings. You know, Ann Coulter's mad at Trump because of the immigration thing. But he keeps trying to do something, and then he gets thwarted by the court. So... You're not going to make everybody happy. Nobody is. But here's the bottom line. you got to give it to God. And the more we get away from God, the more freaked out everybody is about politics. And there's no need for that. There is no need. 69% of people are stressed about our nation's future. Read the Bible. I read the back of the book. We win. I'm not being glib about this. This is really important. And to me, the more you take God out of things, because he's more powerful than any of these politicians who come and go and get changed out like dirty diapers and usually for the same reason, you know, he's more powerful than anything. Why are you getting worked up about somebody who may be here for two years, five years? You don't know. You don't know. Why are you losing your mind over these people? Yes, you should care. Yes, you should stay involved. Yes, you should stay informed. Absolutely. But when it comes right down to it, when it comes to the future of our nation, it's in God's hands. And so when I see these kinds of numbers, all I can say is the more we get away from God, the more we start turning to politics to solve our problems. That's the answer. Getting rid of Trump's the answer. Keeping Trump's the answer. No, 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 my friends. No, my friend. God is the answer. Always. Always. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget that you can join me for my live radio show weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can also find a link to listen live there at HeidiHarris.com if you are from out of town or something like that and can't get it on your radio. You can also check out HeidiHarris.com. My social media is hooked up there, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all Heidi Harris show on HeidiHarris.com. You can also pick up a copy of my book, which everybody who reads it really likes it. I mean, they really, really rave just ran into a girl the other day who was reading it. She stopped me in the hallway. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how great your book is. I hear this a lot. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. It's available at Amazon and it's also available at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, please give it to God. Please give it to God. And remember, don't give it to Adam Schiff. Right. Don't give it to Adam Schiff. Give it to God. And remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Well.